Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Absolutely. How was everybody's weekend, man? Hmm? My weekend was great. Am I the only person whose sleep schedule is off? Like, do, do, do y'all go to bed a little bit later just because you know you wake up uh, a little bit early, a little bit later? Absolutely. Last night yeah, I was watching uh, Money Heist, so I'm, I'm catching up on a lot of the flicks, and I just sleep a lot later. Usually I'm in bed by 10. Last night, 12.30, 1 a.m., because I know I ain't got to drive to work. Yeah, that's not good, though, man. It's like you're messing up your, 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 your normal routine. It's going to be hard to get back in the swing of things, you know, once we have to get back on that that regular routine. Right, and I think a lot of people are taking naps during the day, too, because they're at home. So I do you take naps. Yes. Take a nap, <laughs> and then you're not as yes. tired at night. But I am getting that more sleep true. than I normally ever have. I will say that much. Well, that's what they're saying. They're, oh. they're actually saying uh, st- uh, sleep ha- helps your immune system. It helps your immune system to regenerate, and sleep is, is really what you should be having uh, right about now, especially during this time and everything that's going on. And you should be getting pe- at least eight hours of sleep. People are also having a lot more detailed dreams right now is what that they're saying. That is a fact. That is a mm-hmm. fact. I, yo, I'll be waking up remembering my dreams, I mean, wholeheartedly verbatim, like, wow. Like, in, in such great detail. I don't even got to write them down no more. Yeah, you know what? I tell you, I had a dream last week that Taraji P. Henson was at my house, and her kids were playing in the yard. And then a bear just came and grabbed one of her kids and took her kid in the woods, and then I had to chase the bear in the I was like, what? I don't even think Taraji P. Henson has a small kid, but it was just a dream that I had, oh, and she, I remember when I woke up. Yeah, I know. You maybe you were those. watching Kareem. Maybe you were meant to exactly. watch Kareem and Coffee. I don't know. Either what that you saw Empire. Was. Something happened. Maybe. Lord <laughs> have mercy. That's like baby boy if you went to bed? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, we'll talk about, of course, coronavirus and what they're advising now for these next couple of weeks. They're saying this could be a really difficult time for people, and they are advising you to not go to the grocery store or pharmacy unless you have to. Okay. FYI, they said that two weeks ago as well, by the way. All right, well, let's get into it. It's the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. It's Monday morning. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we starting off with, Yee? Well, let's start off with the Surgeon General. The Surgeon General and the White House is now advising everybody not to go to the grocery store, not to go to the pharmacy in the coming two weeks. They said these weeks are going to be very important. Listen to this. It's tragically fitting that we're talking at the beginning of Holy Week because this is going to be the hardest and the saddest week of 
most Americans' lives, quite frankly. This is going to be our Pearl Harbor moment, our 9-11 moment, only it's not going to be localized. It's going to be happening all over the country. And I want America to understand that. But I also want them to understand that the public along with the state and the federal government, have the power to change the trajectory of this epidemic. That's sad, All right, man. So f- it, mm-hmm. And what's crazy is you tell people not to go to the grocery store uh, for the next couple of weeks, at least for the next couple of days, they're going to flood the grocery store, you know, getting groceries for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Right now in the United States, we have over 300,000 cases of coronavirus. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci is refusing to say that this pandemic is under control. He said that would be a false statement. I will not say we have it under control, Margaret. That would be a false statement. We are struggling to get it under control. The thing that's important is that what you see is increases in new cases, which then start to flatten out. But the end uh, result of that, you don't see for days, if not weeks, down the pike. Because as the, as the cases go down, then you get less hospitalizations, less intensive care, and less death. So even though you're getting a, a really improvement in that the number of new cases are starting to flatten, the deaths will lag by, you know, one or two weeks or more. I bet you Donald Trump don't like him telling the truth, boy. But one thing, you can't lie to your doctor, so you shouldn't want your doctor to lie to you. You can't fix anything if he doesn't tell you exactly what's wrong, and he's telling the truth. What's the problem? All right, in New York, they're saying, uh, according to Governor Andrew Cuomo, that for the first time in New York, the numbers are dropping when it comes to coronavirus. They're down slightly. And here's what Cuomo has to say about that. The number of deaths over the past few days has been dropping for the first time. What is the significance of that? Uh, it's too early to tell. There's That's also going to be over right? a thousand. Somewhat. Yeah, that yeah. is. There's going to be over a thousand doctors and nurses headed to New York City to help fight coronavirus since it is a hot spot right now. And th- those are just some updates on what's happening there. Now, I know you guys heard about in the Bronx Zoo, there's a tiger that tested positive. I heard that. Yeah, first of all, yeah, why, the is the tiger tiger named- tested- why is the tiger getting mm-hmm. tested for coronavirus? Maybe the tiger like, was sick. Maybe she wanna swap the tiger. Nah, I mean I'm I guess I'm sure the tiger was sick and was showing signs of something that was wrong and I'm sure they tested it for everything and it popped up. It's just it's just wild that I know you got a lot of animal lovers out there, but it's wild mm-hmm. that a human human beings are having uh, trouble getting tested. But a goddamn tiger got a test? Well, I think what happened was they had the symptoms, and they had uh, coughs, and they had respiratory illnesses. There was a decrease in appetite. But it is important because they need to know if this can travel to animals. So I think the main reason for doing that is to see, okay, is this the first time something like this has happened? Is it possible for these animals to get infected? And then can that pass on to human beings? So it is important right. to know if is this is a possibility. So that's really it what just it se- is. It just seems mad random. It's like, you know what, let's test the tiger. Like the tiger had a fever well, or whatever. I'm sure they the did say that symptoms. there was somebody that was caring for the tigers at the zoo that actually had it and passed it on to them. That makes sense, I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I, what I don't understand, and maybe you guys can help me out. They're telling people if you go out, you should wear a mask, right? But they're telling them not to wear the, the, the uh, what is it, the N94 mask? The N95 N95. mask? N95. You should wear any mask. mask. But they said regular masks. They said really do anything. They said the COVID virus can actually go through regular masks. So why are they telling people to wear a regular mask and not the N95 mask? Just curious. I don't know anything Does about that. Does that make that? sense? I'm not a doctor. Does that make I sense? I just feel like there's, 
I just feel I like they're saying you, different things all the time. But they did release instructions for making your own mask. I don't know if you guys saw that, but the CDC did release uh, guidance recommending the use of cloth face coverings in public settings. And they said you can make those out of fabric, T-shirts, bandanas, coffee filters right. to slow down the spread of the virus. Yeah, but they said uh, that, uh, that, uh, that COVID can go through anything but the N95 mask. So it feels like why are people wearing scarves <laughs> and all that? Because it can go through. And if people talk, the, the droplets I, can go through that, I thought. I, I simply think that a lot of people just don't know. And I think that they're learning on the fly. And that's fine. You know what I mean? And I think that's why every other day you're going to get new information about what this virus is, what this virus can do, what can pro- protect you from this virus, what can prevent you from getting getting this virus. I just think every day they're learning new information. So who My knows? Goodness. All right. Well, you got that mask and stay home. I know that much. Yeah, stay home. That is front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. How was your weekend? Was everything good? Did you have a great weekend or was it horrible? Was it sucky? Call us right now. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Matter blast. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Craig. Hey, Craig, get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I'm just calling. Um, say, man, we just have to pray and and just hope that this thing passes. And I want to give thanks to all my um, colleagues, my coworkers here at the Navy Yard for what we doing. We making the mask for the first responders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just want to say we're doing our part. Everybody just have to pray it. hope that this thing passes. I agree with you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. But I really do believe it's a, it's, it's above us now. You know, like we, we got to we got to we got to let go, let go and let God at this point. Exactly. Exactly. People panicking and running out there, buying up this and buying up that. And it's just a scare tactic from the government right now. And we just have to live our life how we best see it and put it, put it all in God's hands. Now, see, I, people confuse me when they say stuff like that. It's a scare tactic from the government. This is something that's impacting everybody, including government. If you are scared, then you have reason to be scared. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Wendy. I'm calling in. Um, I'm a healthcare worker, and you guys earlier were talking about the N95 mask. I just wanted to let everybody know the reason why we can't be out in public wearing these masks, number one, healthcare workers all around the world have a shortage of these masks. Second and most important is these N95 masks require a fit test for everybody's individual face. So as healthcare oh. workers, this fit test. Yes, Charlemagne. What about the regular mask? Why, why do they say wear the regular mask if they're saying that the coronavirus can get through the regular mask? You hung Hello? up on the dramas? Oh, man, I wanted to know more about that. Call back if you can. Please, and lady. I did see this. Young CDC lady. said when you, when you make your own mask, to make sure you do layers. So not mm-hmm. just one across, but and they, there's instructions on how to make them. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, it's Boom What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. 
right, I'm calling because I have a like a little question. Like, what's my beef is, why isn't that the, the positives are not being promoted? As far as what's going on right now with the coronavirus, we know it's horrible. Like, I myself losing people. But it's like, why everything the radio is putting out is like the negative. Like, how many people are dying? Like, a lot of people are recovering, too, like in this country and worldwide. I think that would help, like, to make some people feel a little bit of sense of hope. Like, on my Facebook and Instagram page, I always put every day I put up the recovery numbers. And I think that, I mean, it would, be, it would help a lot if our media, if the radio can do that too. Like, show that there is hope. Like, everybody's not going to die from it. So let's not make people feel like that. You got like, I mean, so many people making up stuff. And we need, we need the, the media to also be on our side too. We are going to be discussing people who have survived this and have detailed their experiences also. That'll be happening this morning as well. Yeah, I agree with you, but you know what? When you have 300,000 people that are sick and another 6,000 people that have died and you have somebody like Dr. Fauci saying that, you know, we're struggling to deal with this, you have to let people know that because that lets the people know they're not doing all they can to try to flatten this curve by staying there at home. Yeah, you got to let people know it's serious. I, I agree, I agree. But it's like, it seems like every five minutes we hear the death toll, but we never hear the recovery. And also, we have things popping up too that's going on now with the, the guy in Boston supposedly he's in trouble for something behind this. Like, there's it, other stuff going on too that we should be, you know, hearing about too that we're doing like our own research. But people look to um to the radio to, to get that upfront info too. So all I'm saying is like, we need both. We need a positive and a negative. We have enough negative being thrown at us and while I get it, you're right. Like, it's, it's horrible out here. It's not a game. They, they should be doing more. But at the same time, to constantly hear, every time I turn on the radio or the TV, it's the depth hole, the depth hole, the depth hole. But then I look and see the recovery rate or people who are doing okay now, like, that's never being pushed out the same way with that same type of, you know, like, same energy. My brother, ignoring a problem is not going to make it go away. And 9,000 people dying in one country, thousands by the day, that's a problem. But well, thank okay, you, brother, for checking in, man. Hello, who's this? Well, from Florida. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. I want to talk to Charlamagne about the battle between T-Pain and Lil Jon. Talk to me, King. I'm right here for that. What's happening? You in the comments talk about Lil Jon was up 264 to like 8. I believe the battle yep. was way closer than that, but Lil Jon nope. did win, in my opinion. I love T-Pain. T-Pain is, 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 a, is a GOAT. You know what I'm saying? He's a whole legend out here in these streets. But little John is little effing John. It's, it's, we got to start acting like it's not. It's levels the legends, bro. And it's levels the yeah. classic records. If you take Get Low to Good Life, Get Low is worth at least 10 points to Good Life's <laughs> two. Okay? I, I, now, I, Good I, Life was a big record, too, though. They were both Not like Get records. Low. Man, Get Low was different. I, hey, listen, if you grew up in the South around that early two, late 90s, early 2000s era, little John was a different type of animal, bro. Way yeah, different I mean, type of animal. They were they were kind of two different eras though. Not I think really. Gasolina, I yes, think Gasolina is what did it too. Get low is when I was in in college. Good life was when I was. Good life had to be like good life, good, good life. Good life had to be like three years later at the most. No, was it? No. Yes, man. Good life was on graduation album. That was Kanye's third album. That had to be like oh seven, oh eight, maybe at the latest. Yeah, Good Life came I mean, out in oh seven. Oh seven. And get low was like what? Oh two, oh three, maybe oh four, oh two. Yep, two thousand two. Yep, oh two. Yeah, that so that's not like two different difference. generations. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was that but was, get low, was but, when but I was get, in college and one when, when, when I was graduated out of college. Two different get, feelings. Get get low took a long time to the bubble though. A lo, a long time. Get low was in South Carolina for a minute. It was in the South for a minute before it took off nationally. Either way, Little John is one of the greatest hip hop producers of all yes. time. That's exactly. the conversation that people battle. need to start. And it it, it 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 wasn't fair actually either though. Because what this 
T-Pain produces, but I don't think he produces as much as Lil Jon. And a lot of those records he played, he didn't produce. Right, he a just A lot of them. Yeah. So exactly. So it was like features versus a guy who produces and writes. It was kind of kind of strange, but it was entertaining. But thank you for checking in, bro. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, and we do have some great news for rumors. We're going to talk about some people who are doing good things to help out others. And we'll also discuss a celebrity who went through a battle with coronavirus and how she came through to the other side. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk celebrities doing some good and positive things. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, Elton John has stepped up and said that his Elton John AIDS Foundation launched a $1 million COVID-19 emergency fund, and that is to protect individuals with HIV. All right, so he also, as you know, has done a coronavirus relief concert that he did the Fox Presents the iHeart Living Room concert for America earlier Mm -hmm. in uh, last week. So now he's doing this as well. Also, Tyler Perry gave $21,000 in tips, and that was to help struggling Atlanta restaurant workers at Houston's. He went to Houston's and left a $500 tip for each of the 42 out-of-work servers. That's positive. Dang. That people are doing. Mm-hmm. That's great. Dropping the clues bonds for Tyler Perry and Elton John. And I like the fact that, I like the fact that Elton John is multitasking because, I mean, HIV AIDS has been a problem out here for, for decades now. So you can fight both. You can fight HIV, AIDS, and coronavirus. You can chew gum yeah, and walk at the same time. You know, you know what I do on, on Fridays? I um, I start uh, when I DJ on Fridays from twelve to two. I get DJs to leave their cash app, and I put some money in their cash app. You know, a lot of people don't don't think about the DJs, but if you think about it, they have no clubs. Things are shut down, and a lot of them. That's how they pay their rent. That's how they take care of their kids. They buy formula and milk. So. We've been doing that each and every Friday, just throwing some money in DJ's cash app. Just random DJs, not that I know, just yeah. to help them out during this time. Just don't overpay them. Give them the $75 to $150 they used to. Yeah, shut up. All right, now let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets owners, Joseph Tsai and Clara. Uh, they have donated much-needed ventilators to New York City, and that was a positive thing. They actually got the first shipment in Newark on Thursday, and the total donated is 2.6 million masks, 170,000 goggles, and 2,000 ventilators. They said the Respect. ventilators came directly from the factories in China that cost about $7 million, and individual ventilators have been selling at $25,000 each or more as demand keeps on growing. Dropping the clues bonds for them as well. Respect to them, man. Everybody doing their part. Do what you can. Now, how much are the ventilators, you, know, you said? They're, they've been going for $25,000 each because there's so much in, in need. Is, is it going to get to a point when, when this is over that everybody's going to have a ventilator at their house just in case? Just in case something pops back up when this is over? I don't know if there's enough know, of those, yeah. or if the people can afford them. And I don't know if that's how ventilators work. I have no idea. Mm. Right. And and another thing that they've done is they're making sure that they're paying everybody at the Barclays just like they would be paid if they were working the events that were supposed to happen. So that's more out-of-pocket expenses. Now, Pink has detailed her roller coaster battle with coronavirus. She said she has never prayed more in her life. She also experienced this alongside her three-year-old son, Jameson, and she also talked about being sick, caring for Jameson and eight-year-old daughter Willow throughout all of it. Here's what she had to say. We 
have been really, really sick. And and my three-year-old, Jameson, had the worst of it. So there's four of us in this family, Carrie and Willow, myself and Jameson, and myself and Jameson got sick. She said last week she was on nebulizers for breathing therapy because she has asthma really bad. She's had it her whole life. So imagine how scary that must be that you're going through it and having to care for your kids who are going through it mm. as well. Yes. All right. And to her too. She, 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 she's, do, she's doing her part as well. A million dollars is nothing to sneeze at at all. Mm-hmm. All right. And Playboy Cardi is out on bail after being arrested for pills, for weed, for guns. They allegedly caught him riding around with uh, marijuana, 12 bags of marijuana, three guns, Xanax, codeine, and oxycodone. And he was taken into custody with another man. But as of Friday, they said the charges listed for Playboy Cardi was possession of less than an ounce of marijuana, improper passing of an emergency vehicle, and revalidation decal not properly displayed. So that's all the charges that we see for him as of now that are listed, according to Bossip. And people love Playboy vibes. Cardi, by the way. You said what? Mm-hmm. Playboy, people love Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi is the kind of artist that'll drop an album and he'll do numbers like like... Like little Uzi did, you know, with with this project. That's that's how much these kids love Playboy Cardi. I wonder if the label knows that. All right, yes, also, Bob's Cartel, his his murder conviction was upheld by Jamaican Appeals Court. You know, it was a big deal. Vibes Cartel had this murder conviction from back in 2014, and they thought that perhaps he would get out. It was a, his lawyer, I believe, went live while she was getting the phone call to find out what was going to happen. It turns out that they did uphold that conviction, so he will remain in jail. So uh, I'm sure he's going to appeal that next. And we'll keep you updated on that. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. So don't go live. Don't go. Don't ever go live unless you're sure of the outcome. Okay. Sure. If you if you because you going live or something like that, you make you at least making the people think. Oh, he about to come home. You making a show out of it. Only to say I'm not coming home. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. man. All right. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What we talking about, Yee? Uh, So we'll give you some updates on this malaria drug that everyone's talking about that could potentially help people. And there was some back and forth with Dr. Fauci and Donald Trump over uh, what information is coming out now about this drug. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting with Yee? Well, let's start with Donald Trump. Now, he is encouraging people to use hydrochloroquine. As you know, that's a drug that has been used for malaria. Here's what he had to say. And the other thing that we bought a tremendous amount of is the hydroxychloroquine, which I think, as you know, it's a great malaria drug. It's worked unbelievably. It's a powerful drug on malaria. Uh, and there are signs that it works on this, some very strong signs. I've seen things that I sort of like. So what do I know? I'm not a doctor. Well, All right, well, good like point. point. Shut the hell up, Because Trump. Dr. Fauci says this about hydrochloroquine. You know, as I've said many times, Margaret, the data are really just at best suggestive. There have been cases that show there may be an yeah. effect, and there are others to show there's no effect. Okay. So I think in terms of science, I don't think we could definitively say. Man, drop on a clues bomb for Dr. Fauci. Thank you, Dr. Fauci, for continuing to tell us the truth. I know the celebrity in chief, Donald J. Trump, hates that you are speaking truth to power like that, but salute to you. All right, well, Donald Trump is still pressing about this, and he doubled down and said you should still try this drug. 
But we don't have time to go and say, gee, let's take a couple of years and test it out. We don't have time. I'd love to do that. But we have people dying today. As we speak, there are people dying. Why not just let the science speak for itself? Why are you promoting this drug? I'm not. You know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying well, to save lives. You come out here every day, right, sir, talking about the benefits I, of... I want them to try it, and it may work, and it may not work. But if it doesn't work, <laughs> it's nothing lost by doing it. Nothing. It could this be your life lost. Somebody could die from taking that drug. Hasn't somebody already died from taking it or got rushed to the ICU or something like that? No, they he died. Didn't somebody whatever. in Arizona die? No research. I think they, they took the wrong thing. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm saying you got to yes. have, like, it's, you can't just be taking drugs. You can't just be putting things in your body. That's not the right advice to give to someone. And, you know, you have somebody who's an expert and who actually went to medical school. You cannot just you know discount what it is that they're saying but the two of them were actually at a press conference together and here's what happened what, what do you think about this and you what is the what is the medical evidence question? yeah well, maybe 15, the doctor. 15 times you don't have to ask he's, he's your medical expert correct <laughs> he's answered that okay. question 15 times goodness you won't even let him Christ, answer questions man. <laughs> my, my thing is this, though. When Trump tells people to take that drug and then people go to take that drug and then people die from that drug, he's going to say he never said that. You do realize that, right? He's going to say, I never said that. I never told y'all to take the drug. Well, right now, Vice, that sounds like Vice, right now, Vice President Mike Pence has announced that they are more than prepared to make hydroxychloroquine available to doctors, offices, and pharmacies in the Detroit area that they say is appropriate. So now they're doing a trial at the hospitals in Detroit to see if this drug can possibly work, even though there is no right now definitive information to be able to uh, make any comment on whether or not it can be used to treat coronavirus. Don't, don't, use, don't use us as no guinea pigs because you know that's what's going to happen. They're going to put that drug in the hood and they're going to yep. start giving it to black and brown people first and see what happens. Give it to them, uh, them congressmen and those senators that, that got diagnosed with uh, coronavirus. Give it to them first and then tell us how it is. All right. Now, right now, Corona beer, by the way, has stopped production, is being temporarily suspended in Mexico. And that is because of coronavirus. They did announce the suspension of non-essential activities this week in the public and private sectors until April 30th to curb the spread of the virus there. So right now, the country is doing that simply because of uh, non-essential workers not having to go to work. But they did say they did experience a rise in sales this month, even though coronavirus and corona beer, obviously the names are correlated. So they said the virus hasn't hurt their sales at all. All you got to do is run commercials that say uh, corona, corona extra, corona beer, the only corona that's good for you. Like, that's all you got to do. That's it. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. All right. Thank also, you. Also, I, I, I want I, I, I want to say this real quick too. I, I hate to be the one to inform you, uh, but this is bigger than anything man can do at this point. Yes, you should follow the CDC and what they are telling you to do, but you better pray to God and make sure you you hear God when He talks back to you because God is trying to get our attention. God is trying to tell us something, and I hope you're listening. Mm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back. Uh, did you guys see what happened with uh, NBA Youngboy and Floyd's uh, daughter and all the stuff that was oh, going you know on? I was did. all over the internet. You know I did. I, I watched that video quite a few times. And the reason I watched that wow. video quite a few times because uh, I, like millions of people, love to watch, watch niggas nig. Okay, and it was high levels of niggatry in that video clip. And also that clip hurt my feelings because as a father, to lose your little girl to the streets like that, man, that has to hurt. Well, Especially drama, when you have... Okay. Oh, what you was calling for dramas for? I was, no, I was going to tell dramas to play the clip for people that haven't oh, heard it. Oh, got you, got you. You got the Play clip, dramas? dramas?
So the question is 800-585-1051. Now your daughter boyfriend call you a bitch ass N-word. What you doing? Mm. That is the question. Now let, let's start with I, Yee. Because Yee, Yee had a good point. Yeah, 
Yes, I am a daughter, and I remember times in my life when I was very rebellious toward my parents, and it didn't matter what they said or did. didn't matter what kind of conversations they tried to have with me. It didn't matter. I definitely was always taking my boyfriend's side, and actually that's why I had to move out of my house at a young age because I was not trying to listen to anything they had to really? say once I was in college. And sometimes it's it's not bad parenting necessarily. It's just a rebellious thing that, you know, daughters do. The more your parents try to tell you to stay away from somebody, the more you want to be with that person. Maybe I'm yeah, naive. But I, think, I just don't, I don't see that with my daughters. I, I, maybe I'm naive. We just got a great relationship. I just woke my daughter up for class. Like, we have a relationship where I can't see any other human being, not even just a boyfriend, any human being calling her daddy a, a bitch ass in and her letting that slide. Well, now, nobody's ever done that. But well, that's what know, I'm saying. And how, what you're talking about. I don't know what, how what I would have reacted, but I, they definitely have told me to leave a person alone that wasn't good for me. They were absolutely right about it. And I, think, I was like, I, no. I think he is talking about two different things. This is just me being rebellious and disrespect. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And the thing about this the thing about this situation to me, it's a lot it gotta be a lot of pillow talking going on. And the reason the NBA young boy doesn't respect Floyd Mayweather is because clearly she doesn't respect Floyd Mayweather. It's something that she's saying to him and relaying to him that makes him feel comfortable to be able to say that. You know what I'm saying? And that really I mean, broke my public- heart because in the public, it looked like they had a good relationship prior to this, though. They were together a lot. He bought her two cars on her 14th birthday, bought her that $5 million ring. She was always yeah, posting that money pictures with her nothing. dad. That, so that I don't know where nothing. all that... But she was always listen, posting listen, great listen, pictures with listen, him, so... Listen to, listen to what you just said, G. And, I, and listen, I don't know their relationship at all. Correct. I'm just saying that it, it sounds to me like you can't buy you can't your buy child's love. love. No way. You know or respect. Or respect. You can't do it. Or respect. But, and, 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 and I, I got three daughters... I'm, I'm just saying, saying I got she posted very positive things with her father prior to this. It wasn't like it seemed like they had issues. I, I don't so know. So we don't man. know. I, I just know that yeah. I just know having three daughters and you know, knowing that there's nothing like the love of your daughter to to, to receive the opposite of that, man, that's gotta hurt. Nah, man. I can't. I can't it's it's even, gotta I can't hurt for I can't even see it. Now let me ask you now, what would you do in that situation? That's the question. Now, what do you do if it does happen? What do you do? I mean, you're floating. Well, what honest, can you do? I, I mean, I would be more concerned that I lost my little girl to the streets. You know what I'm saying? And I've made, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, and I've tried to put her in a position to really, really, really win in life and not to be on Instagram live videos with NBA young boy looking like she's from Orlando. No disrespect to the women in Orlando, but we've seen those kind of... We've seen those kind of colors... We see those kind of we see those kind of colored wigs in Orlando all the time. Salute to Orlando. You love love you, Florida. It, now you know the, the only truth. thing is I would have to pull up because I'd have to have a conversation. You're not gonna disrespect me and disrespect my daughter. I'd have to make sure my daughter looked okay because she did look a little frazzled in the background. I would have to make sure the safety of my daughter was okay. Frazzled? I mean, she frazzled. just went to jail for stabbing somebody. I didn't say that. By the way, I just that's the other. Frazzled. I mean, that's the more alarming part. No, the, all of it is alarming because clearly this young man is making her do things that 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 don't look like my little girl. That's not right. the little girl I raised. I would think that's what that's, that's how I, I said. Would I got to check up on. I got to make sure she eye because it, it just something doesn't seem right. You know. Well, listen. Let's I will say to, though, hmm? NBA NBA young boy is my favorite to watch from afar. I, I don't want to be around him. Don't want to be in the same building as him. But I love watching that wild Negro on the digital safari that is Instagram. He is entertaining. Oh my goodness! I, I just, and they be on him so bad, so bad. Sometimes though, man, because you know the kids love his music. I just want them to continue to love his music and not love some of those antics. But let's go to the. And he got lines. herpes. 
He's normalizing uh, herpes, man. What, what he raps about it? herpes. What, what does that he got to do with it? Listen, he raps about herpes, and he still sleeps with all these girls, and they are still embracing him with open arms. They, they, they man, uh, he's the new two, He's the new toxic king. Move over, future. Hello, who's this? This is Nicolette. Hey, Nicolette. Now, what would you do if your boyfriend called your daddy a bitch-ass N-word? Well, first and foremost, if that was my daddy, I would have just had to bite that and we wouldn't have to fight it out right then and there. Be, well, I'm, I'm not going to incite violence. I wouldn't have fought, fought him right off the rip, but, you know, I would have told him, hey, hold on, we're going to have to cut that eye because you you can't be calling my daddy B-words and none of that. I don't care what me and my daddy go through. You are not going to embarrass my father out here, especially if my father's a celebrity, a high-profile celebrity at that. No way. No well, way. clearly she don't have respect for him. Huh? I said clearly she don't have respect for her daddy. That doesn't have to mean that. She might be scared of him. I seen the video last night, and she just kind of sat there looking stupid. And I felt bad. I'm like, Lord have mercy. Her daddy is going to thrash her after this video is done. I hope that's mm, not mm, the case. Mm, but Lord, no, she yeah, just went through a lot, though. Y'all, she got arrested, just got out. She stabbed somebody. I mean, she probably wasn't even in her right mind at that moment. Just woke up. Or she could yeah, be she scared. Went through, she, 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 she could be scared. She might not want to say something because maybe she's scared. Uh, also, it's kind of crazy to say she went through a lot. What about the person she stabbed? I'm just saying. I mean, we're talking about her not responding, and I'm thinking that she probably has a lot going on in her head. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What would you do if uh, your daughter's boyfriend called you a bitch-ass and And ladies, if you were that girl, if you were the daughter in that situation, what would you do? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about NBA Young Boy. Explain to the people what happened over the weekend, Yee. Yeah, so Floyd Mayweather's daughter, Ayanna Mayweather, has been dating NBA Youngboy. Maybe they're engaged because they refer to each other as fiancés. And Ayanna ended up getting arrested after stabbing a woman who was NBA Youngboy's baby mom at the house. And after she came home, you know, NBA Youngboy was going back and forth with Kodak Black because on Gossip in the City, they said that he cooperated fully with authorities and he did not like that Kodak Black was going in on him for that. And here's how NBA Youngboy responded to Kodak. I cooperated. Oh, what, you stupid bitch? About, 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 about my wife? Huh? You talking about my wife? Inside inside my house that I paid for? Now her bitch ass daddy, huh? And now her bitch ass daddy? I ain't never accepted not one thing from her in my life. Why? Because y'all be playing with me. Like I need a girl for something. Nah, I give her anything she ever asked me for. I ain't never asked her for nothing. She bought me two pairs of shoes. I ain't think I ever wore a pair of them bitches, but... But with them black Chanel shoes? I'm not going to lie, man. That really hurt my feelings, man, because I'm, I'm a father. And, and it just seems like, you know, he lost his little girl to the streets. And, and it's like when you got all the money Floyd Mayweather has made, it just kind of shows you that money doesn't matter when it comes to your kids. Like, you got to give them love, you got to give them time, and you got to give them respect. And you hope that respect will be reciprocated because in this case, it doesn't seem like it was at all. And I couldn't imagine any of my daughters co-signing something like that. No, nah, not at all. And money means nothing when it comes to your, your your children's relationship. They don't care about no nope. cars or no jewelry or no clothes. They care about the love. And that's one thing I would say that the best thing about this quarantine is I get to spend a lot more time with my, my sons and daughters here. Like, I really enjoy the time. I'm really getting into their work. I'm really getting into who they are as a person. Like, we're spending time, and I love that. But let's go to the now, point. Can you imagine your daughter? On. One, one more thing I want to say, though. Let's keep it real, though. You see a lot of good girls with bad guys all the time. Like, the... 
that's the quote stereotypical thing that happens. It doesn't even matter like how sometimes you raise your daughter, you teach them the right thing, they go to the right schools, they have money, they're raised right. Sometimes there's just nothing you could do about it. I think, I think we keep I, th- I think we keep missing the point though. It's not the fact that she's with a bad guy, it's the fact that she let that bad guy disrespect her daddy. Correct. In that way, like you can Correct. be with a bad guy, but the, but the but, disrespect and not like even crazy. and not even saying that. But what I'm saying is, sometimes you just get so blinded by the person that you're with that no matter what they say or do, and no matter how much you rebel against your parents even more when they try to tell you he's not right for you, stay away from him, and makes you take that person's side even more. Yeah, but not. To I think it's something though. not to disrespect. Yeah, and I think like, and, yeah, and I think take the side, but not disrespect. And I think it's something that's making NBA young boy feel comfortable disrespecting her daddy and I think that something is actually her. But that's just, you know. Well let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yo man, it's SA man from Glen Cove, Long Island, man. What's going on, man? Long Island, what's popping? Now we're asking, what would you do if your daughter's boyfriend called you a, a bitch A N? Hey yo, listen, man. I'm saying like this, being a father of seven men, I got four girls and three boys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ranging from the ages of twenty five and my youngest being seven. You know what I mean? And um, All right, super firm. I put in, yeah, yeah, super strong. You can say that. You can say that. I put in a lot of work, man. You know what I mean? I put in a lot of work with my kids, man. You know what I mean? My boys went to St. Dominic's High School. You know what I mean? That's a private school. You know what I mean? My daughter's on the honor roll. My daughter just gave the speech at her graduation last year, man. You know what I mean? I put in work. But bro, once- what would you do, bro? What would you do? This new generation, man, you got to understand, you, this new generation, they on their own ways, man. They're going to do what they want to do, man. You can't blame mm-hmm. boys for that. I'm not going to blame you for that either. What I would do is, what I would do is, talk to my daughter, see where her mind is at, try to get her right, and, and, and try to leave or alleviate the situation and get away from that, man. Because, you know what I mean? Your boy can't put his future at risk. Because of that, come on, man. Now nah, we can't do that. Now, nah, I agree with you. Uh, if I was Floyd Mayweather, none of my energy would go to NBA Youngboy. All my energy would go to my daughter. I know. I'm trying to see what a disconnect you gotta, is. You got to have a conversation with that young man, too, because you got to see what his especially with you don't know. Him, him being around your daughter, because you don't know what his mental is. You just want to make sure your daughter's safe. So I would have to have a conversation. But thank you for your call, brother. Hello, who's this? This D. D, what's up, bro? What's going on, man? Okay, well, I feel like this, like... If you look at it, her mama probably was allowing this to happen with Floyd because they come from nothing. So she's seeing this. Anybody who's seeing this, they're going to be like, okay, well, my parents accepted this. They still loved each other. Maybe I can accept this. This is my first love or something. And any, I feel like anything a parent do in front of their kids, they don't want their kids to do it, but they're going to do it. Whether you believe it or not, and your kids is never going to be who you want them to be. They're going to be who they want to be. So if I was Floyd, I'd be like, all right, well, since you want to be with him, you go be with him. Don't ask me for nothing. Don't come to me for nothing. Sit in jail. Let him bail you out. You do what you do. And when you're done with him, then we can build our relationship again. Right. By the way, she's not that old. I mean, Floyd Mayweather has been rich probably her whole life. How old is she? She's like 19. Yeah, I'm saying Floyd been Floyd been rich her whole life. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things. And that could be true, too. It could, it could be things that she's seen and maybe she's accepting in that relationship. But I knew, I do know Floyd loves his kids. And, and like Angela Yee said, it could be one of the things where she's with the boyfriend. But, like I said, she looked frazzled. She she looked a little nervous and scared. She didn't seem like she knew what was going on. So that's why I would have she to all I know is When I'm Floyd Mayweather, I am in fu- I'm furious for so many reasons, but I'm very upset because I make too much money for you to be in bed with NBA Youngboy with a raggy lace front. 
That that's we got to have a conversation. Oh, shut up! And then the, you know the stylist posted a picture of the wig and said and showed the wig <laughs> look, look all nice and laid. I don't know if you see that. I don't know it's why. It's so crazy what people but, be thinking about. I saw that. Yeah, but it was nice. Like it, looked, girl, it looked it looked good. But she just got into a this fight. Girl was, like what do you expect? She went to jail for stabbing somebody this weekend, and that's what's on your mind. First, how your work look? Let me show y'all. I, this lace front was laid when I first put it in. My well, goodness. too many people were making jokes about that. I guess the person was like, I don't want my work to be misrepresented. Well, let's go to she the phone like, lines. We'll take she did look like she was from Orlando. We'll take some, What's wrong with people from Orlando in their hair, man? What's wrong? What's wrong? I, I love Orlando. Koya, man. 800-58. What, Koya got wear, uh, pink wigs? How many colors lace fronts Koya got? Be honest. How many colors lace fronts she got? Be honest. I've never seen her with one. <laughs> Koya, what like, yeah, Always be looking amazing. 800-585-1051. We'll take some more calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about NBA Young Boy. Uh, what explain to the people what happened went, went over the, uh, happened over the weekend, Yee? Yes, so Ayanna Mayweather, who's Floyd Mayweather's daughter and also NBA Youngboy's, quote, fiancé, she was arrested for stabbing NBA Youngboy's baby mother. Well, Kodak Black then took it upon himself to comment on Gossip of the City. They put up a blog post saying that NBA Youngboy was fully cooperating with authorities, and NBA Youngboy then blasted back at Kodak Black saying this. Oh, what, you stupid bitch? About my wife? Huh? You talking about my wife? Inside inside my house that I paid for? Now her b**** ass daddy and Huh? And now her b**** ass daddy? I ain't never accepted not one thing from her in my life. Why? Because y'all be playing on me. Like I need a girl for something. Nah, I give her anything she ever asked me for. I ain't never asked her for nothing. She bought me two pairs of shoes. I ain't think I ever wore a pair of them bitches. But, but with them black Chanel shoes... So we're asking 800-585-1051. What would you do if your daughter's boyfriend called you a bitch A-N? All right, hello, who's this? It's Brandon. Brandon, now what would you do if your daughter's boyfriend called you a bunch of nasty negative names, man? Well, first of all, he talking to me. He ain't talking to mm-hmm. her. So, you know, I had to handle that situation. I think I had to take a hammer to the bottom of his jaw. Goodness gracious. Okay, Floyd can't do that because he's yeah, a Floyd boxer, so he'll probably go to jail, and it's not worth it. I mean, he can. Fighting. NBA I mean, young it's not worth it. It's not worth it, but he can do it if he wants it. But he's talking to me, though. I'm a, so I'm a person that chooses violence over anything. This is not the right conversation. Well, I'm not, listen, I'm not, listen, so, some fathers will yeah, feel like that. You're talking about people, everything. You're talking yeah, about I mean, people, little girl, man. I get it, too, because yeah, I'm going to have a conversation I, with that young got, man. Yeah, I got four daughters, so I have my daughter's rebellion. You know, I had to have a conversation with one of the dudes, so... You know, some people understand voices. Other people understand hands on hands. You got to put hands on one of your girls. Did that make your daughter leave him alone? Oh, yeah. She she's good now. She on the straight and narrow now. Mm-hmm. Did you beat his ass? Oh, twisting him up. Let me ask you a question, Charlemagne. I mean, you don't, you don't seem yes. like you had all your marbles early on. Did, um... Yeah, I've never wife. been on those. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uh, it's, it's levels to this nigger tree. I ain't never been NBA young boy level. Oh, I'm going to tell you that far. right okay. now. I ain't I'm never been that far. Right. It's levels to this nigger tree. <laughs> All right, let's go to one more caller. Hello, who's this? Yo, what up? What's good with it, man? What up, bro? What's your name? Yo, my name's Spectre, man. What's the word? What, you talking mad close yeah. to your phone. Back, just back up a little bit so we can hear you, brother. I know, now, what man. Would you, what would you do if your daughter's boyfriend did that, man? Yo, first of all, man, I have to smack the shit out of my daughter. What? Because, uh, yeah, man, because you ain't going to let me out of the uh, I got to have him here now. But for real, I had to check my daughter and find out how she let somebody else disrespect me in any type of manner like that. 
All right. Well, I wouldn't advise slapping your daughter. I don't think that that I don't think that that's gonna work. That's gonna push your daughter further away, bro. Let me tell you something. I don't even hit my daughters, man, because I got a thing about yeah. You can't. No man to feel like. It's okay to hit my girls, and I don't even hit my girls. I got two. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even put my hands on them. You know what I mean? All right. So I would dance on and not allow anybody else to put their hands on them, man. I was just playing it. But on some real though. But, like, now, nah, I'm going to have to find out what's going on and check that, yo. Like, All right. If, you, if you feel you're comfortable enough to talk to me in that type of manner, then what is it that you say to this man that allows this man to feel comfortable to say that I have Word up. Right. Yeah. Word up. All right. So, but, yo, but Let's... also before I bounce, man, I do want to say... Big up, man. So all the people out here that's picking up trash still, I got to yes. go get it. So all those single moms and single dads that can't stop, man. Even much as he wants to, you still got to go out here and get this, yo. And if we stop, I do appreciate it. Our sanitation so workers, especially at a time like this, man. Right. Still working. Well, thank you, brother. You know, that brother made me think of something, man. Like, you know, I've been with my wife since 1998. And, you know, there was definitely a point where her father, you know, didn't want her around me because of the things mm-hmm. that I was into. But, um... I'd never even even but no, but even knowing that information, I never would disrespect her daddy because I understood how much she respected her father. So I would that I would never even think to call her daddy what NBA young boy called well, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd May- not Floyd. only that, I, I'm sure like even with my parents, my parents raised me in a way where I speak to elderly uh, older people, I should say. Absolutely. Like, no what, I, I was taught to say, yes, sir. Okay, sir. Even if it was things got disrespectful, Absolutely. they taught me what to say and how to react. You know, so it's just a different level of how you were raised. So what's the moral? Yeah, of the and story, to me, guys? I mean, to me, just to answer your question, I just, I just don't think it's about NBA young boy. If I'm Floyd, if if I'm Floyd, it's about my daughter. And if I was Floyd, I would be talking to my daughter to see where the disconnect is between us. That's what I would be trying to fix. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, we are going to be talking about Joe Exotic, Tiger King, and there's some more coming on Netflix. I think this was totally unanticipated, but with the success of Tiger King, now there's some more coming for you. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, so Jeezy was on Ari Melber, and he was talking about his new album, 2020 Pyrect Vision. And then another thing he started talking about is Donald Trump and what's been going on with coronavirus and Donald Trump's leadership. Here's what he had to say. I've seen those type of people in my life, and um, I mean, Trump is, he's one of a kind, man, because, you know, it, it takes a different type of leader to make things about him. And I just feel like a lot of times you see his ego and. Right now, it's, it's, you know, it's about the people. And, and to me, you know, you're talking make, make America great. We're going to make America greater than it's ever been with or without him. Yeah, I watched right. that I in think, real time. Yeah, I think that's something we all knew, that he has a pretty big ego, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I do miss uh, politically politically driven Jeezy, though. Cause that Recession album is a classic, and it really captured the moment that we were in back in 2008. All right, now let's talk about Tiger King, the docuseries Tiger King. Everybody was so into that. It looks like they're going to be putting out another episode. Now, here is uh, Joe Exotic talking. Uh, it's now time to turn the tables and, and Joe get out of jail. Uh, a free man 
and exonerated from all these charges. You think he's going to get out of jail? No. I'm starting to think Tiger King not real, bro. What you mean? I don't know. I'm starting to think that this is it's, it's a lot of, uh, I don't know. It, feel like, it feels very Blair Witch Project-y to me. Are we sure Joe Exotic's really, in jail? I think they've been filming this for over the course of years. Yeah, so, he's mm. And he's been trying to do a reality show for quite some time now, so that would take a lot of planning <laughs> if this wasn't mm. even real. But uh, in addition to that, here is Jeff Lowe talking about the new episode that's going to be coming out sometime this week. Netflix is adding one more episode. We'll be on... Next, Next week. week yeah. We're filming here tomorrow. Take care, stay safe, and put your mask on. All right, so you that's think something that, new you for think, you guys to watch while we're all at home quarantine. Do you think that them uh, testing the tiger at the Bronx Zoo and coronavirus was marketing for this new episode? No. No. I think somebody in the zoo, that uh, one of the handlers had it, and they just tested to make sure the animals were okay. Yeah, okay. and you know what? I saw a lot of memes and jokes about that with Carol and, you know, Tiger King and all of that. It's just the timing of all this happening. Now, speaking of being at home quarantined, Teddy Riley and Babyface, I was looking forward to seeing this battle happen over the weekend. It was supposed to go down yesterday, but it has been postponed. According to Swizz and Timbaland, who have been the ones organizing all of these battles recently, they did uh, say that it wasn't because anybody didn't want to do it or nobody backed out or anything like that. They just had to postpone it. Charlemagne actually spoke to Teddy Riley on Instagram uh, live yesterday. It took Charlemagne about nine minutes and 32 seconds to connect. But when he <laughs> finally did, what did Teddy Riley say, Charlemagne? Why isn't the battle happening between you and the legendary Babyface tonight? Nobody's backing out. Uh, Babyface is moving forward. He's not actually 100%. You know, he's been sick. What it is is uh, we kind of pulled back because we really want this done right, and we don't want the stops from uh, Instagram. It, it don't seem like it's going to happen on IG Live if it happens. It's going to go through IG. The thing about it is this new system is really for what we want to do because I don't think I want to go head up with him and us going back and forth, we need mediators. Okay. What does mean mediators mean, Charlemagne? I guess they wanted to be um, like a for real battle. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He explained it. Uh, what the mediators are. I like, I like the, I like it just the way it is. You know, just two brothers getting on, and then you know people just commenting in the comments. Because you know, it's it's one of those things where nobody really loses in these battles. Like, because all you do is, like, you see these two legends, whoever it is, and they're showcasing their material. It's not like somebody actually loses. I mean, even though we say, okay, you know, Manny Fresh lost to Scott Storch or T-Pain lost to Little John, there's really no loser. But nobody lost. Yeah, yeah, there's no loser. Yeah, and I think the great thing about it is people are showcasing things that you never thought of or you didn't know they did this song. You didn't know. So it is great for everybody involved because you're not going to battle somebody that is not at least up to this pedigree to you that there's a there could be an argument made. It's not a shutout ever, right? Right. Yeah, and he now said he thinks it's going to happen um, in the next the next next week. I think he said between Wednesday and Sunday, but who knows? I hope so. And while we're all at home, did anybody watch WWE WrestleMania over the weekend? I did watch it, and it was... Tra- well. It was hard, right? With no audience. Yeah, my son loved it. This was his first introduction to wrestling. He loved it. He was jumping off the couches and all that. But it was so trash without a crowd. There was nobody cheering. It was just very odd. The audience matters a lot. It does. It, it, yeah, and, you know, the NBA and, and ESPN are working on a televised horse competition with some high-profile players also. So they don't have the exact details of how that's going to happen, but participants will be playing remotely from their home gyms, going shot for shot against their competitors. Because it's looking like they're not going to do this NBA season when this is all done. I'm about to say, if you can play horse, you can play a game of NBA. But if you're doing it remotely, I guess that makes sense. I was talking to my man Damian Lillard. He was on a Genius's 
Instagram uh, live this weekend, and he was just on there, like, listening to people rap. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, brothers need to get back to work. <laughs> All right, but we also got to stay safe, right? So I'm Angela yep. Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who you giving that donkey to? You know, man, four after the hour, uh, I want to give donkey of the day to a man named Joe Macias, but it's a bigger lesson in all of this for all of these people that look down upon that $1,200 stimulus check and say bougie things like it's just $1,200. Uh, this story's for you. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Donkey of the Day for Monday, April 6th goes to a 63-year-old man in Albuquerque, New Mexico named Joe Macias. Now, this story made me think of a discussion I've been having with people over the past couple of weeks, more like a debate, and it's in regards to these stimulus checks, okay, uh, that the government is giving to folks. See, a lot of us are forgetting that a presidential election is in November, and one of the issues that I had over the past couple of weeks is that the presidential candidates on the Democratic side, in particular Joe Biden, all but disappeared, okay? I remember when Joe Biden held a press conference to reveal his coronavirus uh, plan back in mid-March, and I remember everyone posting on social how presidential Joe Biden looked during that moment. And since then, Joe Biden has disappeared, okay? Donald Trump was and still is on TV every day looking like he's in charge. I'm not going to say presidential. That's the reach. He just looks like he's in charge. Meanwhile, Joe Biden was offering no counter-programming to that. And it went on for like eight days before Joe, Joe Biden decided to pop up on CNN. I think he was on Jake Tapper's show. But by then, it was kind of too late, you know? Uh, Joe was so late to the party that New York Governor Anthony Cuomo... He became a star on the national stage because of his daily briefings, because even though he was talking to New York specifically, he was still addressing the nation because coronavirus is something that is indeed impacting all of America and the world. OK, so between uh, his daily briefings and being on CNN every night with his brother, Chris, people started saying, well, hell, maybe Anthony Cuomo should run for president. To me, that's just another example of Joe Biden and his campaign dropping the ball, because see, contrary to popular belief, Donald Trump is not going to just lose in November. You have to go out and beat him. And 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 clearly he's not going to beat himself simply because what hurts other people simply doesn't hurt Donald Trump. He is the Teflon Don for real. Okay, he called the coronavirus a hoax. He said it was nothing to worry about. He fired the pandemic team a few years ago. And after calling it a hoax, saying it wasn't a problem, he did a complete 180 and told the American people he never said that. And after he got that lie out of the way, he just pivoted and started to admit that coronavirus was a problem. Then he started to discuss that problem. And more importantly, he started discussing a solution. Honestly, not a solution that actually can stop the virus, but the virus has presented another problem. And that problem is people going broke. People not having money for their lights and bills and rent and mortgages. And sadly, that is what most Americans fear more than corona. That's just the society we live in. It's a capitalist society. People care about their immediate needs and money can help some of those needs. People care about that cash, that bag. So two plus trillion dollars Donald Trump gave out. And a lot of that money will go into the pockets of the American people. Some Americans up to $1,200 each. Now, all that is important because at a time like this, people aren't going to really remember what you said. They're going to remember what you did and how you made them feel. So while the front running Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden was nowhere to be found, 
not even providing hope to the American people. Donald Trump has been up there every day BSing the American people and giving out money. But it's the illusion of leadership that will help him at the polls in November. You wonder why his approval rating shot up for a little while and why some people approved of the way he was handling coronavirus? That is the reason. Now, the debate I have with folks is those people who say it's just $1,200. You can tell the type of privileged, rich-ass people I be around because $1,200 is a lot of money. Okay, I would never get to the point in my life where I say it's just $1,200. $1,200 at one time will help a lot of folks. $1,200 will get you killed in some places. Your whole block can get knocked off for $1,200. So this story I'm about to play you proves my point how much $1,200 means to some people. See, Joe Macias is in jail right now, ladies and gentlemen. Would you like to hear why? Let's go to KRQE CBS 13 for the report, please. Police say an Albuquerque man tried to kill his wife because he was upset over the coronavirus stimulus checks. APD arrested 63-year-old Joe Macias yesterday at his home near San Pedro and San Antonio. Police say Macias was upset. He apparently doesn't qualify for the stimulus check, so he asked his wife for her car key so he could buy beer. When she told him no, that's when police say Macias left and came back with a gas can, pushed his wife to the ground, then doused her in their mobile home in gas. Macias then allegedly tried to light a cigarette but was unsuccessful. He's facing several charges now, including attempted murder. About to set his whole wife on fire because he didn't get that $1,200 stimulus check. All you bougie-ass people who don't think $1,200 is a lot of money, who don't think $1,200 can buy somebody's vote, you're out of your rabid-ass mind, okay? People in America are hurting, and some are one paycheck away from poverty. $1,200 at once is a couple paychecks for people, in some cases, a few. So don't ever fix your privileged-ass lips to say it's just $1,200. This is America, and money talks, and BS walks, and the BS walks up to a podium every day to talk to the American people and give them something that sadly the Democratic presidential candidates aren't, and that's hope. And that hope is coming in the form of cold, hard cash. $1,200 to be exact. Please give Joe Macias the biggest hee haw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Yeah, man. You can't even give me a free cup of hope, Joe. Come on, I need a free cup of hope at least. All that hope that President Barack Obama bestowed upon the American people, you ain't even got none of that left over. Just give me a little cup, please. Just a little something. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We've been talking battles all morning long, and it's that's the one thing I would say about the quarantine. I'm really loving the battles. Over the weekend, it was Little John... Um, Loved it. Versus T-Pain. Uh, we've seen uh, Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh. We've seen Swiss versus Timberland. Uh, you know, we was... Hit Boy versus Boy Dante, Wonder. Dante. Yeah. Dante Austin. Um, versus Neo. Versus Neo. Versus Neo, right? Neo. All right. There's so a lot that we still want to see. Yeah, 800 yeah, and, and for the record, for the record, nobody wants to see Bobby Valentino and Pleasure P. Thank you. You never know. I didn't even, I didn't even see Sometimes that one Sometimes people happening. have been surprised. It hasn't happened yet. Ain't, no, ain't nobody that bored. My goodness. 800-585-1051. What battle do you want to see? What let's, let's talk about it. What battle do you want to see? Now, you know you know what I want to see? I, I think it'll be dope. Who? Buju versus Beanie Man. Oh, that sounds amazing. But that you know what? Buju's not going to do his, his, you know, hardcore type of songs because he's on a different vibe now. You know what I mean? So he's not going to do yeah. those... 
that's going to be tough. But um, and Beanie Man still will. <laughs> I, I, so I that might be a difficult one. But yes, that would be amazing. I seen two I'm, chains reaching out to battle anybody. I would love to see two chains versus Meek Mill. I think that would be a great one. Meek already yeah, said I no to it, that. <laughs> I um. Meek said I he saw, wants to, he'll uh, watch and he wants to see. You know who I want to see? Mm, uh, mm. I want to see Missy Elliott versus Diddy. Missy, Missy versus Elliott Diddy. versus Diddy. Yes, Missy Elliott has some hits. Let's keep it real. Missy, all the people that she's worked with. Missy Elliott versus Diddy. Dupree. I don't I know. Just because both Nicki of them Minaj. were bosses and they kind of had a lot of artists that they work with under them, but then on other labels too, remixes, nice big upbeat songs too. I, I would like to see. I, I would I would like to see Brandy versus Monica. Um, that's a battle that you know we do on vacation quite often. Um, I tend to lean towards Monica's catalog. I think Monica has a better catalog than Brandy. People tell me I'm out of my mind for that until they actually hear the records, and then they're like, "Damn, Monica did have them joints." So yeah, I would like mm-hmm. to see Brandy versus Monica because we haven't seen the women. We haven't seen the women. Um, I want to see some women. That's right, and that's you know Missy Elliott to me is like upper echelon right there. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What battle would you want to see? Like, I would love to see Usher and Chris Brown. Let's talk about it. Call us up now. That's, not, that's, that's not a battle. Usher will watch Chris Brown. I think that would be a great battle. All right, pull out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we've been talking about some of the battles we've been watching during this quarantine. That's one thing I would say that I'm enjoying about the quarantine and these battles. This weekend was uh, Little John and T-Pain. Uh, and you forget mm-hmm. how many joints Little John has. I, I forgot he produced a joint with Capleton. Like, he got a lot of joints. What about Gasolina? Well, Come on now. Gasolina? That was yeah. huge. Well, that's because y'all didn't grow up down south. You know what I mean? So I lived through the Lil' John era. So I, I, I could have told you that Lil' John was going to watch T-Pain. I actually said that before the battle started on the live. I said, T-Pain, I love you, but Lil' John about to wash you. Like, that was, that was we know that wasn't going to be close. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, T-Pain I, is still a legend, though. But it's levels is. to this legendary stuff. So we're asking 800-585-1051, what battles would you love to see? I already said Beanie Man and Buju. I would love to see, who would I, I, would, I want to see Snoop battle somebody. I mean, I would love to see Snoop and Jay, but that would never happen. Um, Kanye and Pharrell, mm-hmm. I would love to see. I, I, I told think, you I, I want to see Missy Elliott versus Diddy. I'll be excited for that. The songs that they did themselves personally, then the songs that they produced for other people, all of that, that would be amazing to me. See, it's interesting with a guy like Diddy, whenever Diddy's name is mentioned, um, I think some people are kind of unbattable, unbattleable. And the, and the reason I say that is because you're not just battling Diddy. Diddy had a whole crew. He had the hitmen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, 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 and Easy Mo B did a lot of those records as well. You know, so I, I, I don't know. It'd be kind of, it's like when you go against Diddy, you're literally going against like 10 people. But Diddy could go against Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre had a lot of people in there with him as well. Yeah, that's true. But that's not, I doubt that'll happen. That but we, we got to take the time to salute um, Swiss and Timberland. Nobody will ever forget how they made us feel right. during this quarantine. And I, I love Absolutely. these battles. I think they're so interesting because it's a reminder to just 
how dope some of these people are. We live in a very what are you doing for me right now type of industry, and that's whack because you dismiss people's resumes. So it's good to see people, you know, get their flowers. But the, honestly, the only battle I think I would really want to see other than just, like, I want to see artists get involved. Like, I like what 2 Chains did with Meek yesterday, but I, I really want to see Brandy versus Monica because that's a battle that I have personally when I'm on vacation. Like, I've had actual arguments about whose catalog is better, Brandy or Monica, and then we go back and forth playing their songs, you know, and, and I lean towards Monica. But what about DMX Monica and a, Snoop? What about DMX and Snoop? The Battle of the Dogs? Yes. I feel like Snoop has put out a lot more, though. DMX got yeah, a lot more. Yeah, Snoop got DMX, DMX took a hiatus. <laughs> but it's only 20 songs, so you can it's, you just got to get okay, your best you 20, 20 songs. Best. See, that's why y'all are really discounting Missy Elliott and all of this, man. If you think about, like, Get Your Freak On or uh, Hot Boys, Work It, you think Who's about... Who's discounting Missy Elliott? Because <laughs> no. y'all are not Nobody acting did. like Missy Elliott has that catalog. I said I Missy Elliott. Who is y'all? Who is y'all? I who's, haven't heard you guys co-sign that. I want to see Missy Elliott. I don't want to see kinda Missy Elliott. I kind of think I kind of think Missy's kind of unbattleable, to be totally yeah. honest with you. And yes, I don't I don't want to see Missy versus Diddy. I don't think that's the I don't think that's a good matchup. But I, I mean, who would be a good matchup against? I don't know, to be honest with you. Like I, I gotta say, I think I think Missy's kind of unbattleable. Like who would Missy go against? I don't know. I really don't know. I do definitely want to see some women in this, though. You know, I feel like Monica. we've seen a lot of guys battling. Let's see, yeah, Monica and Brandy. Who else? Brandy versus Monica. Brandy versus Monica is the one. What about female rappers? And, what female rappers would you want to see? What battling? about SWV versus Total? Nah, more like SWV versus TLC. If they did something like that, I'd like to see SWV versus TLC. Okay, I can see more that. Than Total. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Devonna out of Virginia. Hey, hey Devonna. Seven five seven. Hey. Who would you want to see that? What's up? How are you, Queen? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. I'm a registered nurse out here. We doing our thing, and we gonna keep it moving. There you uh, go. We pre- we definitely appreciate your service yes. at a time like this. And I loved your high spirits this morning too. Absolutely. I have to be. I have to be. And you know what we need? We need a Jay-Z versus Beyonce, baby. That's what okay. we wow. need. Wow. Y'all, y'all just yeah. jumping out the window saying anything. Jay-Z though. versus <laughs> Beyonce. That's not, that's not. Beyonce. I what if they, two what different... about the songs they have together? Then how do you, cons- how do you do that? No, I need them separate. Go against each but other. That... First of all, that's two different fight styles. We got to at least have people in the it same is. genre, man. Like, come yeah, on. No, why do we? We have to sit. We have to do. <laughs> no. Down, Charlotte, Uncle Charlotte, come song on. Now. Song for song. So, 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 so I'm going to go P. I'm going to go from PSA to Halo. I'm going to go from, I'm going to go from you don't know to, to lemonade. But thank you, mama. We appreciate you. I mean, she, she can see whatever battles you want to see. I don't think that'd be a good one, though. Let's you go can curate your own play. You can curate your own playlist on title. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, this is Luke from 75. So my, I want to I send the switch and take this to Netflix when it's all said and done. But I, I would like to, uh, to see them continue with the legends like a Nelly and a Ja Rule or... That would be a good one. They love letter joint with uh, Fab and Bow Wow. You know how they be on the bro. Fab and Bow Wow. Let me, let me, let me tell you something. If people... Hang up. Bro, Nelly and, Nelly and Ja Rule would be... Awesome. That would be great. Nelly and Ja Rule would yes. be great. I, I don't that. know if they got I don't know if they got 20, but then ones they got, yeah, that would be a good one. 
I mean, they, they got they got 20. I mean, they got more than 20. I don't know if they got 20. 20 is a lot of records, man. We say yes. that. 20 is a lot of records, bro. I don't know if they got, I don't know if Nelly and Ja got 20, but they got a lot. 800-585-1051. We're talking battles. One of the best thing about this quarantine is watching these battles. So we're asking, who would you love to see battle? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about some of these battles that's been happening. That's the best thing about, one of the best things about this quarantine is seeing these battles online. So we're asking, who would you love to see? Hello, who's this? What up, though? This is Ben. Hey, what up, Doe? We're asking what, what up, battle Doe? would you love to see, bro? I, I like to see Missy Elliott versus uh, Jermaine Dupree. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Ooh, that would be a good one. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That's a good one. When I brought up Missy, they kind of laughed me off like she ain't got one of the most expensive catalogs. You're right. She a, definitely does. Period, let alone a female producer, but as a producer, period, going all the way back to... Aaliyah, uh, Genuine, yep. you know, and the list just goes on. And as a producer and as an artist. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Her going up against JB or, or any producer, I said for real at first, but then I took it back to the argument that me and my man said about JB. I think she could stand toe-to-toe with just about anybody, but yeah, definitely. I, I think her. Missy okay. and JD would be awesome. I think that yeah, is think a that very, good. very good matchup. That is a good matchup. Missy versus mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupri. I yeah, like I that. I said that earlier when I said Diddy, then I said maybe Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, Jermaine Dupri would be good. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Summer. Hey, Summer. Who would you I, love to see? Hi, Summer. Hi. <laughs> Sorry we're going to miss you this year because of What's coronavirus. What's going on? But, you know, <laughs> who would you love to see summer. in these battles, Summer? Uh, I would like to see Keisha Cole and Alicia Keys. Keisha Cole versus Alicia Keys. Mm, no, no. I heard crickets Keisha in my head when you said of, that. No. Alicia Keys got a lot of joints. All right, thank no. you, Mama. I don't like that matchup. I saw Tyrese, I saw versus, Tyrese versus Tank over the, uh, over social media. No, no, no. We're fine What was that, that about? That got crazy. I don't know. We're good on that. Take that genuine. to Black do they really not like? Do they really not like each other? <laughs> I don't know, but Genuine would wash all of them. I just want to tell you that. I think some of these battles should be on Black Planet. Is Black Planet still around? Like Bobby Valentino, Pleasure P, Tyrese Tank. Let's take that to Black Planet. What about Boosie and Plies? Mm, That's not a bad one. You know what I'm saying? Battle of the street, battle of the street anthems. No, that's not a that's that's not a bad one. I'm gonna tell you something. The thing about the the thing about these battles that are so good and it really showcases the legends is the fact that Swiss and Tim make it 20 songs. Do you know how hard it is to have 20 records, 20 hits, 20 big records, not no album cuts, 20 joints that you hit at, and you're like, oh, that's my shit. That's a very difficult task. That's only for a small, small few of people. Mm. Yeah, 20 is a long, 20 is a lot of songs. Yeah, what about Birdman versus Master P? That's a good one. That would be a good one. Damn good one. Let's go to the phone lines again. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Cece. Good morning, guys. Good morning. We're talking battles. Hey, Who would you love to see battle? Okay, I have a couple. Are you ready? Yep. We ready. Little Kim, Foxy Brown. Mm-hmm. That's a good okay. one. Brooklyn. And Jagged Edge. That's a yeah. great one. That's not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great good. one. Uh, you might not. She's like been that. thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <but> <laughs> you know she has. Uh, maybe this one. I don't know. What do you think about Fifty Cent and Rick Vaughn? No. That that that'll, that'll never happen. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking. I, I was thinking Rick Ross versus Jeezy. Yeah, Rick Ross um, versus Jeezy. I think it's a little better. But I, okay, I, I, right. I think Jeezy has bigger anthems than Ross. Right. But what about Christopher Williams and I'll be sure? 
amazing. The Battle of the Bay. Let's make it happen, God oh, damn it. Man. You got I, I, was, I was in Houston and somebody came up to um, Christopher Williams thinking he was Albie Shore and he just went along with it. I'm here for that waffle-colored war, okay? The universe <laughs> dip set I think would be dope, too. Here's the thing, though. All those people we're talking about, they don't have 20 songs. Christopher Williams and Albie Shore don't have 20 songs that they can go nope. 20 songs apiece. Um, one twelve and Jagged Edge don't have twenty songs. Great. I mean, they got a lot of they got a lot yeah, of records. They, not you don't think one twelve and Jagged Edge? I mean, they do have not songs. 20, but once, once you get to ten, 20? once you get to about ten, you're gonna be like, I don't know this. <laughs> I don't know this song. What song is this? Yeah. That's yeah, why. Nah. That's why when you, you. That's why you got to salute Little John. That's why you got to salute Timberland. That's why you got to salute. You know, uh, uh, the writers are a little bit different because they're writing for the people. But these guys that can create actually twenty records that you know and love, man, that's a different level of legendary. I would love to see Dipset and G Unit. Um, mm-hmm. I think that'd be dope. Who it's can Jagged Edge battle? Who can, me, me, I'm not Jagged Edge. Who can New Edition battle? Are they unbattleable? Hmm, New Edition. New Edition Who has that many hits so they could battle New Edition? Because then I they got the New solo Edition albums on top of everything else. Yeah, and it's not fair. The, the groups that I would even you know compare them to, they don't compare because they don't have them up tempos like that. Like Jodeci, Jodeci don't have up tempos like New Edition. You know, boys the men don't have up tempos like no addition. And no addition, there would be no boys the men without Michael Bivens. So I don't know. No addition kind of unbattleable, yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is these battles are great. Salute to Swiss and Timberland. You need to build statues of Swiss and Timberland right now because nobody's going to ever forget how they made us feel during this quarantine by putting these battles together, man. So salute to those brothers and salute to everybody that's participating in them. And after Teddy Riley and Babyface do theirs, there's no excuse for nobody not to get involved in these versus uh, these versus battles. Okay? Because those two are do it. I want to see more rappers do it too, man. I want to see rappers do it. They got catalogs. I want to see them do it as well. They ain't doing nothing, so let's battle. I do. I want to see somebody go up against T.I. Because T.I. catalog is impeccable. I think Jeezy can go against T.I. Jeezy got got anthems, but I think y'all really forget how many big, big records that uh, Clifford Harris has. His catalog is almost as as extensive as his vocabulary. (laughs) I think 50 Cent T.I. too. I think that would be a great battle. I don't know if I could compare Hmm. them. I mean, it's just it's song mm. for song. Mm-hmm. And they both got extensive catalogs of music, features, and all that. Mm. That would be a great battle. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about, speaking of battling, getting paid to do some disgusting things on social media. We'll tell you who actually drank their own urine. My goodness. All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk new TV to watch. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On The Breakfast Club. Listen up. Yes, The Last OG season three premiere. That comes on tomorrow night starring Tracy Morgan and Tiffany Haddish. As you know, also on this season, Mike Tyson, J.B. Smoove, Cat Williams, Lunell, John Amos, all of them will be on, so make sure y'all check that out tomorrow on TBS. I'll be watching because that is my show. You guys watched the last OG? I haven't seen. Uh, it yes, I, I mean I have. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't watched. I didn't watch last season. 
Right. I haven't seen all right, so this is going to be season three. I actually managed to see all of them, again, on the plane where I watch most things. But if you want to catch up today, season three starts tomorrow. Now, little Yachty on his Instagram live stream, he's been having people do all kinds of things. Like he had a person shave off their eyebrows for $200. He had somebody else eat deodorant. But now he's done something really nasty, and I can't believe this person actually did this. Uh, a guy actually ended up drinking his sister's urine out of the toilet. Listen to this. I did not think I was going to get a pick for this It's all good. You got it. Yeah, you got pee already in that motherfucker. This ain't my bathroom. This ain't my bathroom, though. It's my sister's bathroom. It's not mine. I swear. Yo, bro, tell your sister, flush your fucking toilet. What's wrong with your sister, bro? Should I just drink this one? Yo, bro, dip the cup in there. Drink that. I'm about to get 500. I got 500 for that. I it. That's just nasty. Yachty, come on, bro. I expect better from you, Yachty. And Yachty needs to be careful because if something happens to one of them kids, you know what I mean? They get sick or poisoned or something because of something that Yachty told them to do. You think that the, the kids' parents aren't going to try to point the finger at y- little Yachty and press and charges on little Yachty or sue little Yachty? It's not the time to be, have to be rushed to the hospital for any reason, right? I mean, shaving it, off your it, eyebrows is one thing. That's not dangerous. It's just weird. But drinking urine or eating deodorant, who knows what could happen? And this, go, this takes me back to donkey of the day. You keep thinking that uh, as people a little a twelve hundred dollars stimulus check ain't nothing. You see what people do for five hundred dollars? Come on, man! Come on, man! All right, now let's talk about the class of 2020 for the Basketball Hall of Fame. They're saying this could be the most star-studded one in the history of the Basketball Hall of Fame. It is. All eight finalists. Um, there's Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett will also be there, uh, joined by 10-time WNBA All-Star Tamika Catchings from the Indiana Fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be amazing. And here is Vanessa Bryant speaking on Kobe going into the Hall of Fame. It's an incredible um, accomplishment and honor, and we're extremely proud of him. Um, obviously, we wish that he was here with us um, to celebrate, but it's definitely the peak of his NBA career, and every accomplishment that he had as an athlete was a stepping stone to be here. So um, we're incredibly proud of him, and um, there's some solace in knowing that he was probably going to be a part of the 2020 Hall of Fame class. Hey, you know what? Uh, salute to everybody that's getting inducted into the NBA All Hall of Fame. And uh, I really hate you people who say things like, oh, now you want to put Kobe Bryant in the Hall of Fame after he died. This is the first year he was eligible. eligible he was right. going they to be a better. first ballot Hall of Famer, okay, yeah. regardless. This is the first year he was eligible, ever eligible for the Hall of Fame. He was going to be right. a first ballot Hall of Famer alive, dead, whatever. Like, stop, man. Stop talking sometimes. All right. Now, little baby is upset with himself, and that's because he didn't get on Drake's song, Tussie Slide. He said, uh, Drake sent me this song a month ago. My dumbass ain't send the verse back, but that's big, bro. We got ish coming. Tussie Slide out now. So He's a damn fool. I know. I missed well, I out on the, that I opportunity. The, I hope the music y'all got coming is better than Tussie Slide. Tussie Slide sucks. Kids love All right, Tussie well, Slide. Don't go front, old man. Drake I don't, I don't, know, if, I don't know if that's Buttons. true or not. Drake was on Joe Button's Instagram Live, and he hopped on there. I guess the two of them previously have not gotten along. They've never even met each other in person, and here's what happened. But all other OVO dudes kick it with me. You're the only one that, like, avoids me for some strange reason. Never avoids you. I just don't see you. We're never in the same place. Because I'm too broke? I didn't want to say. You invited Elliot and BDOT over there to the embassy. We have an interview to do for, like, when the, when the album's ready. I'm not on to do this right now. <laughs> You've been saying that for a year, and then now I have a whole leaked album with, like, 30 Drake joints. That's not, that's, that's old shit. 
That's not the new sh- doing. All right. Is that an interview you want to see? Joe Button interviewing Drake? Not really. Why not? To be honest with you. I'm not interested in seeing uh, Joe Budden interview Drake. I, I, you know, I might have been inter- inter- interested a few years ago when, um, you know, Joe had some some interesting things to say about Drake. I think now it would be a little bit too lovey-dovey. Just like, the, like, just like they were on, on, just like they were on IG Live just now. You know what I mean? I think it, it'd be too much. I want to see the beige rage. That's yeah, I would, I would love to see it. I would, I, but I want to see Drake on any other platform that's not safe for him. So to get on any other thing, I would love to see it. I don't think Rap Radar right. was a safe platform. I think Elliot and B Dot asked him. No, that was very, that was very hard that was, questions. That was a great platform. But when he does a lot of those Apple stuff, a lot of that time it is very safe for him. Oh yeah, it's very safe. Very safe. Zane Lowe All is right, the safest interview you can do. Jay Z and Meek Mill have donated a hundred thousand masks to prisons through the Reform Alliance, so that's great news. And Shaka Sangor, they said, help. Thanks to everybody who helped us get a hundred thousand masks into prisons. These masks will help protect incarcerated people and correctional staff in Rikers, in Tennessee, and in Parchment Prison from COVID nineteen. Drop on the clues bombs for Meek Mill and Rock Nation, man, because I've been hearing those brothers from Rikers screaming out for help for the, for a few weeks now, and for them to answer the call like that, I I got got to do nothing but salute them. Yeah, that was great. All right, Rick Russ, according to the Jasmine brand, will be going to on television, starring in a new docuseries with his girlfriend. So he's also, um, I guess, going to be following, they'll be following him along with the Frozaglia family, which Rick Ross's girlfriend, I guess, um, you know, I didn't know of her before this, so I guess this should be interesting to see, but the family is heavily involved in New Jersey's social life and business community, so they have confirmed that the two of them will be on television together. Okay. That's great. I like to hear mm. that. All right, and we talked about this earlier, but Two Chains has challenged Meek Mill to a hits versus hits Instagram battle. And me wanting to participate in this versus thing that Swiss and uh, Timbaland got going on. Somebody said Meek, and I thought that'd be dope. So let's do it, Meek. Now, Meek responded, and he said, I just want to watch LOL respectfully bowing out to my brother. So looks like that's not going to happen if you were looking forward to that. Well, That'd be interesting. In the day and age, when, when people, when you battled, then you just battled. And if you lost, you lost, you kept it moving. Like, what happened to those days? Meek don't yeah, feel like doing you, that right now. Yeah, you, you cannot do it if you want to. And can we talk about how much of a flip-flop DJ Envy is? Envy was just saying how whack Tootsie Slide was Friday this morning. He was like, oh, the kids love it. No, I, I, I said the kids love it. I didn't say I love it. I said the kids love it. I'm not a kid. Yeah, sometimes you know it's not about what it, you... Because it's doing because so I well. I have five of them. I have five <laughs> of them. And when that song came out, they were sitting there dancing. That's how I know. I haven't, I, I have I haven't seen it trending. I've heard a lot of people say they love that song. I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen it trending on TikTok. You know, and I think that you can't force things on these kids. I think that, you know, when it comes to those dances and those challenges, it has to be organic. I don't think they like the way that it was presented to them. But we'll see. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. We get your request in right now at DJ Envy. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, um, you guys be safe out there. I had a question. Like, So they're talking about these masks, and they're telling people you should definitely wear masks when you go out. And they're saying mm-hmm. this next week, week and a half, is going to be probably the worst. But if they're saying the coronavirus and the COVID virus can actually go through a regular mask, and they're saying don't wear the N95 mask, I'm confused. So 
Why wear a mask if, if, if it can go through the mask? Like, I'm, I'm confused. Do any of you guys I think it prevents you from, from giving it to other people more than mm-hmm. it prevents you from getting it. And then I think the mask also is good at protecting you from touching your face. You know how that you're not supposed to touch, like, your nose, your mouth. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So it does kind of prevent you from actually putting your hands on your face and maybe think twice about that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, um, you guys be safe out there. I know on the East Coast it's like 60 to 65 degrees, so it's going to be a beautiful day. So try to enjoy the weather if you can a little bit. You know, go in the backyard or go on the porch, but just remember social distancing. Stay away from people. All right. Yes, I'm going to go in my little backyard and sweep up these leaves. You know, these are things that I need to take care of anyway, and it's nice to just be outside. I got a little tiny backyard. But, you know, I was in my basement, and I have a little gym in my basement, so I've been utilizing that home gym. I'm glad that I've been buying these things over the course of the past few years, and even though I haven't used my treadmill that much, I got my Nordic track bike right before all this happened by coincidence. So I'm glad I have those things now. It's a perfect time to everybody take the clothes off the treadmill if you have one at home, and <laughs> it's time to start using those things. Absolutely. I see Wendy Williams is going to be broadcasting from my house today, so I'm curious to see what that's going to be about. Yeah, a lot probably of people gonna be dope. to get back to work. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be dope. I watch uh, Trevor Noah's, um, he calls his show the Daily Social Distancing Show. And I think Trevor's putting out some great content from his couch. So I, I think Wendy can do the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got People like note. seeing people's homes, too. I feel like people are enjoying seeing what's going on. And it makes it a little intimate and personal, I guess, if you do it right. Right. And, and and actually, Wendy will actually be better at home because she's a cancer and she's a homebody. And her sitting on her couch probably not getting too glammed up. Probably some really reckless stuff going to come out of Wendy Williams' mouth just because she's so comfortable. Mm. Okay. Well, you got a positive note for the people? I do, man. My positive note is simply this, man. Uh, sometimes it takes an overwhelming breakdown to have an undeniable breakthrough. So when you're overwhelmed, embrace it. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?